like getting money, I got time to get it Target on me, so my car's a tenny Dancing with the devil, I don't bargain with it Bible in the dash and the stick is with it And I hit the 4-5 on the wet side What's going on guys? Episode 20 of the Young Closer Podcast. It's your host, Jacob Hagerman. Follow me on Instagram at the real young closer. Guys, this is episode 20. I want to say this. So today we just broke over 1,000 downloads of the podcast and it only took you guys 19 days to do so. So 19 days and 19 episodes, we we're able to get over 1,000 downloads as it sits right now at 7.55 p.m., we're at 1,044 downloads. I'm absolutely just perplexed at the fact that it has scaled to this level. So for all of my listeners out there, I just want to say this. Thank you. Appreciate you guys for sharing it, posting it on your stories. It means the absolute world to me and Ryan, seeing that we've got such amazing supporters, fans, and listeners who are listening to the podcast. And so for episode 20, what I wanted to talk about was something that is 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 pretty special to me. And it's just beating the scarcity mindset, which I know that a lot of us, we face a scarcity mindset, like we will be faced with an opportunity and we don't really realize how great of an opportunity we have in front of us until it's almost starting to leave. It's starting to slip and you're starting to see that like you're getting comfortable or complacent. And so with a scarcity mindset, you start to think the smallest of anything. Like if you get hit with, hey, you can earn an unlimited amount of money. You're like, well, if I can just make enough to cover my bills or if I can just make a hundred grand or if I can just make 500,000 or if I can just make a million, you know, and it's different for every person when you look at earning potential. If the guy's earning potential or the woman's earning potential is $100,000, but they're cool with 40,000 because they know that that'll cover them bills. It'll give them a comfortable life and they don't really have that many stresses out there. Well, the deal is, is that scarcity mindset is like locking yourself up in the person of who you are today. And so I'm going to get a little bit vulnerable here on this episode 20 because it means a whole lot to me and tell you about the times that, you know, I've had scarcity mindset. Number one, you know, I grew up super poor. And so I was just solidified from an easy, you know, an easy perspective as a kid because, you know, we're impressionable that at the end of the day, like not having the things that you want, having to say no to a lot of things, you know, and not living like this grand life. You see all your friends getting new clothes for school every single year. You see them got the new backpacks, the new kicks. Everything is looking great. You're like, man. But like when you're in it, you don't really think anything of it. You're just kind of going through life. And it's it's like sublim- subliminally like just imprinting this this impression on you of, hey, it's okay to not have all these cool things. It's not It's okay to not have all the money. It's okay to never be on vacation. It's okay to not have, not have, not have. And so from a point of like when I was just a kid, from the time I can remember, you know, all the way up till I was 17, 18 years old, and I I graduated high school, was supposed to go to college, do all of like the cool stuff. And then I got into sales because I knew that I wanted to do, I just wanted to do one thing. I wanted to make the money that I didn't have while growing up as a kid. And so like that first point of contention was, was for me was I put my foot down and said, enough is enough. And I said, okay, no matter what it takes, No matter what I'm going to do, I'm going to get to where I want to go. At the time, you know, right now, me at 22, I've got way different goals. There, they would, they, I mean, it's just the magnitude at which my goals are now compared to when I was 18, 17 years old are just astronomically different. It's, It's not even a comparison. Can't even compare apples to apples on this. At 18, I was thinking small compared to where I'm at now. But when I was there, I was, I was terrified. My goals scared me. 
And so my first goal at 18 was, okay, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. I want to make a hundred thousand dollars, you know, live a great life, you know, you know, have all the money in the world that I want. I'll be able to hang around, you know, I'm 18, 19 years old, not have to worry about the money. I can hang out with the adults, the 30, 40 year olds, man. I don't have to ask them to pick up the tab, pick up the bill, nothing. I'm paying for dinner. And so my goals stemmed as far as money. And that was pretty much it because I grew up without it for a lot of time. And so the one thing that I chased was strictly money. I didn't like chase fulfillment, didn't chase, you know, relationships with friends, family, anybody like that. I just wanted money. And that's all that I wanted. And that was my first like trap that I got into. Because when I started getting money, I started realizing that, okay, I'm not as happy as I thought I would be when I was making all these goals, sitting at my bedroom with, you know, negative $700 in my bank account going, man, if I only had $1,000, man, like this would be great. Then you got 10,000. Then you got look up, you got 15, 20, 30, 40. You're like, oh my goodness, dude, like this is just ridiculous. And I realized that, okay, the money, it isn't leading me to fulfillment. Do I have a lot less problems? Oh Yeah. Like I got way less problems than when I was broke and trying to figure out life. And so like at that point, I'm going to still say this. I still had that scarcity mindset because I was being one dimensional. Like write this down, like write down being one dimensional. You know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're there right now, you're only focused on one thing. It could be, okay, well, I'm only focused on my family. I'm not focused on, you know, really pursuing my career. Okay. And, or it could be, Hey, I only care about money. I don't care about anything else. And so life, it kind of sets us up and it tells us that, hey, you can be great at business, but you also got to spend a lot less time with the family. You know, they're going to miss out on some birthdays, some football games, this, that, and the third. And so for me, the biggest point in changing my life was when I met Andy Elliott, which I'm going to have him here on the podcast very soon, guys. I know that you guys are just waiting for OAE to end up on the podcast. We're going to make it happen very soon. But when I met Andy, you know, I seen him, okay, the guy made $700,000 while selling cars, $2 million as a general manager, un heard of in the business. Talk about an abundance mindset if you've never seen it. Like the guy who was closest to him made a hundred grand. So he was seven times more paid than the guy who was in the second place spot. Just in a massive abundance mindset of thinker. And so for me, I was sitting there and I met him. I got a chance to go to a seminar and this is where everything changed. I was like, okay, this guy right here, let me sit down, let me talk to him. And this was when, I mean, there was 20 people at the seminar, not 400 flying in and, and everybody wants to get a little minute with them. So yeah, obviously getting a, a, a that sit down time with them was so much easier back then. The accessibility was crazy. And so I kind of talked to him a little bit and I'll never, you know, be able to thank Andy enough for this. And he goes, Jacob, let me ask you a question. You're 19 years old. You're making pretty good money. You know, you, you've got the car, you've got an apartment, like you got money in the bank. You have really nothing that's stressing you out. Yeah. We're about to go, you know, like at this time, like we're going through the COVID deal and uh, he's like, yeah, you got COVID going on. You got all these other world leagues, you know, things are going on. He goes, but let me ask you, do you have to be one dimensional or can you truly have it all? And I, the the question just, it threw me off and I was like, man, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean have it all? He goes, listen, if you want the family, you want the business, you want the money, you want the fulfillment, you want the happiness, you want to be a servant hearted leader. You want all of this, every bit of it. Well, why can't you have all of it? And I just thought to myself, I said, who, who in my life told me that I can't have it all. And I started looking back into my past and I started seeing those who had and those who didn't. And I'm like, okay, so I was surrounded by a lot of people who didn't have, you know, all the areas of their life managed and living up to their truest level of fulfillment. I was surrounded by a lot of people. So my proximity to the people that I was closest with, well, they weren't the ones who I probably should have been taking advice from. Now, am I thankful for everybody I've met in my life? Absolutely. And, you know, they helped mold me to who I am today, but were they the 
industry leaders of who I should be taking advice from? No, absolutely not. But I mean, at that time, who was? And so I, I was sat there and it really threw me off because this was the Saturday night before we actually got into training. And like we're in his house eating dinner and stuff like that. It was crazy, the difference between then and now. But he just, he literally said, why, well, why can't you have it all? And that question just stuck with me for, I mean, it still sticks with me to this day. I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, you know what? Like I can have this great life. You know, I can make money. I can have a nice house. I can have a beautiful family, which don't have family yet, but I've got my work family. Come on. The lion's den. I love you guys. You guys are my family. Jacqueline Elliott is pretty much my mom. <laughs> and But pretty much what I want to say is, you know, I could have all of these amazing things and I'm still thinking about it today. I'm like, okay, what, what, what is truly stopping me? Because the team that I have, they want me to have every bit of the life that I want. I tell them I was starting a podcast. I got nothing but just like raving like fans. And they're like, man, you need to start that as soon as possible. When's your podcast equipment coming in? And every bit of it was like, Hey dude, you could do this, but man, you can do so much more. What are you talking about? It doesn't have to go to podcasts. It could be this, 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 and this, and this. And they're just trying to add value into my life. Every time I start thinking about doing something, that's just going to add value to not just my life, but other people's lives. And so the scarcity mindset of that little, little demon in the back of our head, it's always like, well, you can have that, but at what cost? Or, Hey, you know what? Yeah, you can do that. But you know, maybe this is what you really want to do. Or yeah, well, that's going to be a lot of hard work for no return. Whatever it is, you've always got that nagging like sense in your head that somebody's like, hey, you know, you don't really need to be doing this or you don't need to be doing that. And I feel a lot of people right now, especially, you know, to my automotive guys, for the past two years, we've talked about one thing. We said, hey, listen, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And when the market shifts, you either are prepared or you're unprepared. If you're prepared, you're not going to face a lapse in your income. You're not going to have to go home to your family and explain, hey, listen, the market shifted, so my paycheck's a little bit lower. None of that. I said, if you're prepared, and we all talked about this, we preached this for two years. If you're prepared, you're not going to have to go through these things. Or no, if you are prepared, you're not going to have to go through these things. But if you're not prepared, Get ready to have some hard conversations, not just with yourself, but with your family and everybody that's around you as to why you're not performing at the same level. Because a lot of it was a false sense of accomplishment from the market, completely different from when you know 90% of people ever sold before 2019, before we had this COVID market. It was way different. It was 10 times the work for the type of money that you guys are making now today. And so when you get rewarded for less work, you breed that sense of, laziness, which is exactly what we're talking about, the scarcity aspect of it. And so I got a DM today and, you know, this, this is from a guy that I, I really, really appreciate. And he said, Hey man, listen, well, back then before the market started shifting, I was a sheep and listened to the flock that I didn't need to train, that I'd figure out how to sell and be successful. And since the first interest rate change in July, I've struggled because I wasn't prepared for it. I've tried and tried for months to get on back on track, coming in early, working in service, making more calls than everyone, but nothing was working. I took a step back last week and realized that I never completed the training. So I've jumped back in and restarted the training. I feel like things are moving towards the right direction. I'm taking an hour a day to train because I know I'm behind. I should have reached out sooner, but my pride got in the way. And so my guy right here reaches out to me. Haven't talked to him in a little while because he fell off. And what happened is his proximity, just like mine, they weren't leading him in the same direction that he needed to be in. They were leading them in the direction that they wanted to go in, which is the path of least resistance. Write that down. The path of least resistance for them was don't have to train. We're going to soak up what this market's doing for us right now. And we're just going to deal with it as it comes. 
they weren't ahead of the curve on anything. They're not proactive. They're completely reactive. And so my guy, if you're listening to this, you know your name. I'm not going to give it out here on the podcast, but number one, we've all got your back and we're all supporting and rooting for you, but don't ever unplug again because at the end of the day, you got to think to yourself, who wants to see me do best? Does the circle that I have now want me to do amazing and actually do better than them? And if the answer is yes, stay with them. But if the answer is no, you need to put yourself in rooms where people want to see you not just doing better than you've ever done before, but also will push you to do better than them. And those are the abundance mindset of thinkers that you need to be around. You need to surround yourself with them. They don't need to be somebody, you know, it, it doesn't really matter who they are. As long as they, when you tell them your dreams and your goals, they, they add value. They want to see you doing more. They want to see you go live in this great, fantastic life where you've got money made, money paid. You got a great family, beautiful family. You know, you've got everything in your life that leads you to fulfillment. You've got these things and you're not sitting here wondering, man, dude, what's, what's going on with my life? And so for anybody who might be listening to this, you know, well, as just as well as I do, if you've been in the dealership world for two years, three years, four years, you know that there's a difference of the market of from two years ago. You know that there's a complete difference. And the fact that, you know, number one, you should have taken full advantage of everything that you had in front of you. It was, it was a great time to be a sales pro. And so guess what? I hope that you guys reaped a lot of rewards by serving a lot of clients and taking care of them at the highest level. And I hope that you got paid handsomely doing so. But now it's come back down to the reality of, okay, now you need to be prepared. You need to be a public speaker. You need to know what you do that separates yourself from the competition. Because if you can't separate yourself from the competition, you get compared like the competition. So if you look like them, sound like them and everything, guess what? At the end of the day, you will get treated like your competition. And that's the last place any salesperson wants to be or any business owner wants to be is looked at by the competition and goes, oh yeah, no, there's no real difference. And it makes it easier for them to make a decision. Like the whole thing with the Elliott group is, is okay, look at our team, look at Andy Elliott. And then number one, the fact of what he's done in this amount of time, you're sitting up there, you're like, dude, this guy came up out of nowhere. And then you see a sales team and you're like, dude, who the hell are these guys? Where'd they come from? How did he breed these guys? Did he like build them? Like, did he pull them out of a syringe? Like, where did these guys come from? And then you're like, okay, so not only can he take care of my team, like he's done his, but he's also done it in a shorter amount of time frame than it's taken 99% of the world. Yeah, that's the guy I want to train with. Uncomparables. You can't compare them. And if you can, great. I'd love to see you. I'd love to see the comparisons, but you can't make them. And ultimately, you know, we, we all think at the LA Group in abundance. We all think, okay, here we are today, okay? Here's what we're doing now. We've got X amount of dealers. We've got X amount of business. We've got X amount of people. We've got X amount of partners. We've got X amount of everybody that we're all doing business with and serving at a highest level. Okay, what's the next step? Okay, well, it took us this amount of time to get here. Okay, let's double it in half the time. Let's do it. And then we make a game plan. We start taking action. We start executing. And not a single person looks up and goes, yeah, I just don't know if that's possible. No, we're all like, okay, we're all going full attack mode. And if we don't know the answers now, we're going to figure them out when we get there. And guess what? 99, up until this point, it has worked every single time. The fact that we've got a whole entire team that's thinking in abundance, thinking bigger than anybody else that's around them. And we're all trying to one, it's not like we're one-upping each other, but we're all trying to find the next best thing to take our team to the next level. And so for you guys who are listening at home, I want to say this, be around the people that are doing this. 
Yes, if it's our team, absolutely. Be around our team. We want you to be close. Reach out to us, text us, DM us, everything. My whole entire team. I've got a whole bunch of savages that I'd love to connect you guys with. Hell, connect with me. Connect with Andy. And if you're listening to this and you don't know anything about the Elliott Group, you don't even know who Andy Elliott is, well, I encourage you to go onto YouTube, look up Andy Elliott. Number one, the guy's absolutely filled with fire. And the the fire, desire, and the passion that he has for winning, but not just for you guys, but like not just you or your team, but for every person who's in your life as well, he wants to see them doing great. I've never met somebody who doesn't sleep pretty much, and all he does is serve others, when in reality, he could stop working today and never have to worry about a thing again. And so he shows up every day with the same fire, but it gets better and better and better and better and better. It gets more refined every single day. And so the people that you want to be around are the people that are doing exactly what they're talking about. And so those who are scarcity mindsetted, they're always dealing with a little bit of self-doubt. And it's because that they don't have those who are next to them who are always making them think bigger. Like I haven't gone, and as I said, I was going to get vulnerable a little bit on this episode. There has been probably one or two times in my entire two years of building this company with Andy side by side, running with him and this team that I've really thought, man, am I cut out for this? And one was, I was staying at Sean Pollard's house. And Sean, if you're listening to this, you've already told the stories a couple times in the sales meetings. We were snowed in, all right? I drove a 2016 Mustang, 325 tires on the back, wide as can be, terrible in the snow. And it was a standard. So, I mean, I wasn't getting out. It was a crazy snowstorm. And it was like day three or so. And I'm sitting there in his uh, in his son's bed. And I took over, pretty much commandeered his room, stole it from him. Made him sleep on the couch. Sorry, Reese. But pretty much I was sitting there and I was like, man, dude, like if it wasn't an absolute blizzard out right now, I'd at least go sit down in my car and think about driving back home to Arkansas because this this is not what I signed up for. This is not what Sean told me it was going to be. But I said, okay, well, here's the deal. At the end of the day, it's a blizzard outside. My car is not going anywhere, so I'm not going anywhere. And I'm just going to tough it through. And if I still really wanted to leave when the snow melts and everything's all good and I still really want to leave, then I'll leave. But until then, I'm going to give it everything that I got. And that's one of the decisions I made to change was I'm here to stay. I'm not leaving. Nothing's going to happen. And I'm going to go give everything that I've got to this mission, to this vision, to this tribe of people that want to see me winning. And so from that day forward, I was I was just thinking on a new level. I was thinking, okay, well, if I don't know it, then I'll figure out how to know it. If I don't know what to say, I'll figure out what to say. If I'm, you know, not mentally strong, I'm gonna go go and get in the gym, get physically strong to go build the mental. And so from that day, I was always trying to figure out what I don't know. And then there was a second time. It was probably probably three or four months before we got the brand new building. I was sitting there, I was like, man, dude, I've been having the same numbers for the last three, four months. Am I really cut out for this? And I sat down with Andy and Jacqueline. They go, listen, you were handpicked. You're here for a reason. Get out of your head. Nobody here wants to see you fail. Everybody wants to see you win. And the fact that you're trying to, you know, tear yourself down, there's something that you need to work through. And for me, it was, okay, I'm not deserving. And that was the ultimate scarcity mindseted piece that held me back. And so if you're still listening to this, write that down. I guarantee you, 99% of you have gone through this deal of, do I deserve the life that I have now? If you're winning at a really high level, you might even be like, dude, I don't deserve this life. What in the world's going on? If you're just starting to win, you're like, dude, I don't deserve this life. And if you're not winning yet, what's going through your head is, I really don't deserve to win at the level that I want to. And that right there is the biggest, tallest, ugliest mental hurdle that you have to get over as soon as possible. Because as long as that hurdle is in front of you, 
you will always get held back by your own self-belief. And as Bradley says, you will never out-earn your own self-worth. And so if your self-worth is, let's say, 30000 you'll never make past 30000 If your self-worth is a million dollars, you'll never make two. And if your self-worth, you know, if it's so big that you'll just never, never reach it, well, then guess what? You just left the ceiling. You took the ceiling off. You took the lid off. You don't have to worry about, oh, well, you know, I only think that I'm worth 60000 but I'm already at 40000 and it's July. No, you're not going to go through those same thinkings. So what you're going to happen is that you're going to set a big old goal and then you're just going to go attack it every single day of your life relentlessly and you're not going to slow down. You're going to make sure that you give everything that you got. You're going to push yourself past your normal limits because once you figure out that your limits are pretty much 40% of your actual capacity, then everything in your life starts getting fun because then you start working harder. You start pushing harder. You start doing more in less time and you start thinking in abundance the fact that you can have this life, that you can Go get the money that you want, that you can have the family and the relationship and the business all be A plus, 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 plus without having to make the sacrifices in all the other areas. And so that big mental hurdle, you've got to jump it. You've got to clear it. You've got to leave it in the past. You've got to get through it. And if that's one of those things that you struggle with, guess what? I mean, even myself, I've been there. I've done that and I've gotten past it. And so, number one, if you are going through it, I will, I'd actually invite you to reach out to me. Reach out to me on Instagram. It's at the real young closer, and just shoot me a DM. Hey, man, I was listening to your episode twenty, man. That really hit home. You know, this, that, and this is the part of my story. This is this. Well, great. Guess what? We're getting through it. Had another guy today, and I'm just kind of talking about like some of the DMs that I've been getting here recently because this is real life. Another guy. I'm not going to say his name, but ultimately. Guy, MMA fighter, you know, lost his brother and his daughter, hard time. Guy was like, dude, I'm about to just leave my family, uproot myself because I'm like a ticking time bomb type deal for my family. And I'm like, dude, listen, number one, God gives his strongest battles and his hardest battles to his strongest warriors because he knows that he's going to prepare you for something big. So the fact that you're already cutting tail and and starting to run just shows that you're not ready or, or capable of living a big life that you say that you want. You really don't want that. And he goes, but I do want it. I said, no, you don't. Because your mindset doesn't reflect. And so we sat down, we talked about it for about 15, 20 minutes. And he goes, man, I think the hardest thing that I deal with is the fact that like I'm worth it. That me personally, I am worth going to this next level. That I'm worth investing in. That I'm worth, you know, really just pushing as hard as I can to go get this amazing life for my wife and my two kids and be able to forego everything that I've got going on in my life that I can take care of business. And so to that guy, I'm like, dude, we've got your back. Like we are your brothers here. Like we're here to see you win at the highest of levels. But at the end of the day, no amount of, no amount of training can prepare you if you don't believe that you can get there. I say the thing that probably the number one thing that separates the rich man from the poor man is his belief. The rich man believes that he can be rich and the poor man believes that he can never be rich. And so for you, if you're sitting there and you're the guy who wants to figure out how to go get a life of abundance in any areas, I don't care whatever resource, you've got to first have the belief and feel that you are worth going and getting it because that's just the same deal. I believe that I'm worth this great life. I believe that my self-worth is this much. Well, it all ties back into in some of the smallest things in, in the same things, which is belief. You've got to, you've got to have a certain set of beliefs that can carry you to, you know, work a little bit extra, you know, go the extra mile to stay an extra day. Ed Milet talks about the power of one more. 
Do you have the power to show up one more time, make one more phone call, send out one more text, get on one more sales call? Whatever it is, do you have the strength to continue and just do one more? Because if you did one more than you did the day before, then you're just a little bit better. And let's reference another person, Tim Grover. He talks about being 1% better when he was training Michael Jordan. The reason why Michael Jordan was the great and is the great is because of this. He got 1% better every single day, and a day was a loss if he didn't get better. And so after so much time, you got to think, if we all started on the same level, one guy got you know good over the spring practice and stuff like that, but one guy showed up every single day, doesn't matter if it was the playoffs, if it was the off season, if it was just normal regular season, he's getting 1% better every single day. After a career, a lifetime career, when you look back at that guy, you go, dude, there was nobody even close in second place. Nobody. Because nobody can sustain that type of growth, that type of consistency, and that type of scale that that man went through. And so that's why he's the greatest of all time when it comes to basketball, because he didn't allow himself to not get better. His belief was that I can't not get better, when in reality, 99% of the world's, their belief is I can't get better. And so they're stuck there in this box because of this mindset that they've put on themselves, and they're always fighting it. And so... I want to tell you this, if, if one of my listeners, if you guys aren't dealing with this, then guess what? You're going to just breeze through this episode. It's no problem. But I do know one thing that there's at least one person out there that's going to listen to this and go, damn, you know, you know what? That's me. That's been one of those things that I've been dealing with. I really don't know how to get past this. I've been struggling. You know, maybe, maybe I'm in car sales or it doesn't even matter if you're in sales, if you're in business, I don't care. Reach out to me, shoot me a DM. I'd love talking with my people. But if, especially if you're in sales and you, I know the mental gymnastics that you put yourself through on a daily basis, always being fired up, always being in a great mood. And for most people, you have to force yourself to be that. Well, imagine a life if you were naturally like that. And that's the level that I want you to be at, backed with massive skill so you can go collect the paychecks that you know you want to get paid so you can get paid what you're worth. And so if you are going through that, shoot me a DM at the Real Young Closer on Instagram. It's Jacob Hagerman on Facebook. It's at Real Young Closer on Twitter. I mean, it's all pretty much the same thing across all social media platforms. And so shoot me a quick DM. Be like, hey, man, I listened to your episode 20. You know, that was inspirational. It doesn't matter. Just shoot me a DM. doesn't matter. Reach out. I want to talk to you. I want to see what we can figure out with your life and how we can get you to where you want to go faster. And that's it. Compress some timeframes. Get there faster. And at least, if anything, if it takes a little bit of time, at least we get there, which I feel like is just the ultimate deal, getting to where you want to go. And so, guys, this wraps up episode 20. If you really like this, you got some value from it, reach out to your friends, share it to them, you know, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, you know, whatever it is, share it on all your social media platforms. I'd absolutely appreciate being able to get my voice in the way of my life and my experiences out to the people that you care about so we can all win together. This is a community. We all want to win together. We all want to grow and scale together. And so if you do find this valuable, share it out to your people. And last but not least, guys, you guys are just amazing. Leave a review. Put a five-star, you know, leave a little little, little review, comment, whatever it is, however you say it. But leave something out there if this is valuable to you guys. We're going to continue dropping these every single day. I love you guys. Keep crushing it. And if you need anything, you know where to reach your I boy. I like getting money. I got time to get it. Talking on me, so my car's a tenant. Dancing with the devil, I don't bargain with it. Bobbing in the dash and the stick is with it. And I hit the 4-5 on the